0: Here we are now, with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. Today I'd like to share my personal experiences around completing the 100 day challenge. Yes, 100 days. No coffee and no wanking. This was a challenge I set for myself. Now when we're talking about these sorts of things, we do have to be careful because there are so many aspects to life, there are so many factors that go into how our condition is, there's the way that we think, there's our environment, there's diet, there's how we visualize certain things and our psychological composition, and even within all those things there's a lot what sort of place are you living what sort of places do you go the quality of the air that is around you the sort of weather also has effect on you has an effect on you the sort of places that you're working how much you're in contact with nature and that's all just environment so it's always tricky to say did one thing lead to another As in, did quitting coffee lead to this? So keep that in mind. That's always something. But one thing is certain, that something did change. It's obvious that there was a change. There were things happening. Now, as for the no wanking, the no fap, it's actually been... uh, A lot longer than 100 days. (laughs) And I think it's around 150 days since my last FAP. And that would have been one-off. And before that, it was like uh, about 100 days. So I literally jerked off once in the last 250 days. Something like that. And that's been really good. That's been challenging. That's been healing. That's been frustrating. That's been rewarding. It's been so many things. And I highly recommend doing a NoFap challenge. I highly recommend that. And that's pretty much all I have to say about the NoFap side of the 100-day challenge. I have spoken about... That in other places. I've talked about cures for sexual frustration and healing the sexual body, healing the energy body, balancing heart and sex centers, and those discussions are elsewhere. We go into depth on those topics on other times. So the big one for me was no coffee. Now, I remember the feeling I had when I made this decision. I was actually high on coffee when I made the decision. I was actually drinking coffee and thinking, yes, I'm really excited, I'm really pepped up, and I'm going to say, okay, let's do something really productive, let's go 100 days without coffee. Now, I have been long periods without coffee before, sometimes a month, a few months or more, especially when I'm traveling, but there also has been many years when I've drunk coffee, both daily and also in excessive amounts like three, four, five cups cups of coffee, six cups of coffee. So it's really been a long relationship between me and coffee. And I do love coffee. I do love coffee. It's a beautiful thing. It's something that, well, it's an addiction. And for the first week of the 100-day challenge... There was a few small headaches, a few drug drowsiness and glugginess. But apart from that, I returned to a pretty stable state. And I didn't have any too hardcore, too much hardcore headaches or anything like that. So I was able to wean myself off coffee. There were no real big withdrawals. But there were still cravings. There were still cravings. Now, for the first 30 days of this 100-day challenge, I was also doing no music, no internet, and no excessive screen consumption. So I was basically turning my life, like, like listening to no music. I mean, literally, nothing. So for that 30 days, for that first month, I was, I was literally turning my life into a kind of meditation retreat. It was the background of what all what I was doing. It was like a meditation retreat was my default, very deep meditative life. And part of the way into that first few months, oh my God, weird stuff started happening. And this was an experience that I have never had before in my life. It was unlike anything I have, I, and It's really tricky for me to make sense of it. It's really tricky. Now, keep in mind, I'm experienced with meditation. I'm experienced with ecstasy. And I'm experienced with energy work. So I've already refined certain differences within my being which are clear. So keep that in mind as I try to describe to you what was actually happening. Now, each day... I would wake up and for the first few hours of the day, I would rest or lie in bed or do meditation. And particularly when I was lying in bed, I would have these, this strange experience. And it was strange because I couldn't make sense of it at all. Now, some things were clear to me. One thing was that my body was fully relaxed, fully relaxed No tension in the muscles, no stiffness, fully open joints, very peaceful, no twitching, no clenching, no aching, nothing. So my physical body was completely relaxed. Now, in my energies, in my energy body, if we can talk in such a way, it was like a full-blown electric shock. It was like being electrocuted. It's like actually being hit by a bolt of lightning constantly. It was this huge, intense feeling. And other times during the day, it was sometimes like, you know when you're sitting on a bus? If you're you're ever catching the bus and you're sitting in the back seat or somewhere that's really close to the engine, or if you're flying on a plane and and it's takeoff and you're right near the engine or something, and you have that sort of ground shaking, you have that sort of vibrating through your whole body. Well, it was like that, except I wasn't on a bus or a plane. And those are the two main components. So my body was relaxed, and my energy was this bursting ecstasy. Now, in my mind, I was actually thinking, now, what on earth is going on? what on earth is happening to me and the mind well it had a third thing to deal with it had a third component and the component strangely enough was pain there was an immense pain and this was very confusing because i couldn't i could not work out where the pain was it wasn't in my body It wasn't in my energies, and my thinking was quite clear. It wasn't like I was having confused thoughts. It wasn't like the dialogue of my words in the mind were rapid or contradictory or any of that, which, of course, they have been before at times, but it was actually very clear. So my body and my energy and my mind were all quite clear And yet there was also this pain. There was this incredible pain. And this could have just been part of the dopamine detox. It could have just been part of the withdrawal process. But the way I interpreted it was that I was lonely. It was a withdrawal of human connections and I just kept asking, why, why, why this pain? Where is this pain? I can't work out where it is. And this was all happening at once. This would be a a constant experience, a very complicated, vast, intense experience. And for a lot of the time, I would just be saying, look, I just need, look, I just need a girlfriend. That's what it is. I'm just lonely. Just like. God damn, I need a girlfriend. And it was painful. It was lonely. And it was quite intense for that first month. Now, as the weeks rolled on after that first month, the changes did occur and things started to stabilize. Now, I continued to keep asking myself why, and I continued to, keep telling myself, damn, I need a girlfriend. And my circumstances did change. Like I I sort of, in a manner of speaking, was able to connect with certain people, but not really. And I was doing other things like working and, pardon me, working and creating podcasts and writing and doing certain things like that, and I was also doing other awareness intensives, and I did also start listening to music, so it was sort of returning to a more stable sort of life, and then towards the end, I actually got distracted, and I actually started using the internet more, and I got a bit carried away, and I fell into a slump of just being addicted to social media and these... Websites and these things like this and also I tried dating apps again and that was a real That was a real that was a real slump. That was really like that was really gunky It was really just dirty for my mind and my attention span and my perceptions They really took a hit now. I was still not wanking and still not having coffee. So I was still able to maintain a certain sense of bliss and ecstasy in my meditation practice but it also came with this gunky sort of trashy internet and dating app consumption. It was really bad. It was really, well, it really just messed up the whole thing in, in some ways. And the reason I was drawn to that, the reason I fell into that, I feel, is because I had this thing in me, which was loneliness, it was this thing of, Oh, I just need a girlfriend. I just need to find someone. Surely, surely there's got to be someone. Now, of course, the circumstances are more complicated than that. There's always more to the story. There's always a whole bunch of contributing factors to why I'm in this situation that I'm in now. But this is how it relates to my 100-day challenge. So... By the very end, I'd actually forgotten that I'd quit coffee. I was actually writing out my routine. And when I write out my routine, there's usually a bunch of things that I say I won't do. So there's, there's an abstinence part of my routine and that is no smoking, no wanking, no big spending, no junk food and less internet browsing. And I write that out and I actually wrote it out and then I was like, okay, so this is my routine. And I went away and then I came back and I was, oh, I forgot to put no coffee on there. I actually forgot. And after so long of thinking, oh, it's going to be great when I can finally have that coffee. Oh, I just can't wait until these hundred days are over. I can have that coffee. I'd actually forgotten all about it. So it did also feel like a long time. It felt like a very long time to do challenge. I'd probably say a 30-day challenge or a 45-day challenge is better, but we'll see. We'll see. So now the thing is, now that the challenge is over, am I going to do it? (laughs) Well, I'm not going to wank. So I'm going to continue my NoFap challenge, but I will have a coffee and I don't know. I mean, part of me is looking forward to it, but also part of me is wondering if it will just be too much. If it will just be like this massive stimulant, which I won't be able to deal with, and it will just make me edgy and jittery and not very productive. So at least I'll be able to see now because I'm going from no coffee to coffee, I'll actually be starting to get back into A comparison, it will be an obvious comparison. And my plan is to say, okay, four weeks, 28 days. Drink one coffee per day. And keep doing no fap. keep doing your routine, keep creating and working on your things and see what happens, see how it goes. Write in your journal, write in your log as to how you feel and what's going on. Now, of course, there's also stuff going on in my life. And that's another part of it. That's sort of behind the scenes stuff. And it's really, (laughs) there's always really too much to share. There's really too much to explain everything. But after the four weeks is up, I'll do, I think I'll do another challenge, maybe a 45 days no coffee challenge. Or I actually do have a meditation retreat coming up in a couple of months. So maybe I'll say, No coffee until after that or something like that. But these are my personal experiences. I'd highly recommend trying something like this. Set yourself some sort of challenge. Whether it's 30 days, 45 days, 100 days. And just say, for that time, I'm going to do without two or three things that will be of benefit to me. And tell yourself you can go back to them afterwards. You can try them again. And this is just how we work out what's happening to us. What is going on in this life? How do we really figure out what's going on? How do we see how we feel? How do we see how we think? And as for the girlfriend thing, I do feel differently about it now. I mean, I've sort of found this new resolve where I have to stop longing for certain things. I have to stop dreaming of such wild-off, outlandish fantasies. And I have to get back to productivity and motivation and working on my things. And I really feel that now. It's easy to say that. It's one thing to say that. But now I'm actually aware of the sensations that are entwined in how to go about doing that. And of course, I am also working on certain awareness techniques, and I'm doing awareness intensives. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot. And I definitely think it's worthwhile to have this sort of challenge. And maybe I'll report back as to what it's like to drink coffee. (laughs) Maybe. But... Those are my thoughts and thank you very much for tuning in and I hope you have a beautiful day and that's all I have to say for now.